Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Hey there, eBlog Talkers. It is just you and me today, and I've been really excited to cover this topic for quite a while because it's a really important piece of the whole food blogging puzzle that can also really easily go under the radar. I'm going to talk about creating an ideal customer avatar or an ICA for your business. Before we dig into avatars, I just want to say that I hope you are doing well right now considering everything that is going on around us. I encourage you to keep moving forward with delivering amazing content to your audience, and I just truly hope that you are safe and healthy and able to stay positive through this time. Also, I'd be really grateful if you headed to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review Eat Blog Talk. And if you haven't yet checked out the free and totally awesome forum for food bloggers, and not just food bloggers, but anyone who supports food bloggers in any way also, hop over and contribute to the discussions going on at forum.eatblogtalk.com. Personally, for me right now, during this very interesting stretch of time that we're in, I have been avoiding Facebook as much as possible. I find that I just feel depressed every time I'm on it. So having a forum like this that is totally separate and removed from Facebook and social media has been really nice for me. We keep the forum positive and productive, and it's just a really positive, helpful place. So I hope that you will head over and check it out and become a part of it. Again, forum.eatblogtalk.com. On to our main topic today, I absolutely love the idea of creating content for one ideal user because we're finding more and more that the more saturated the food blogging space becomes, the more valuable it is not only to niche down, but also to find a really specific type of person that we are serving and creating content for. Before I dive in, I want to mention that I put up a poll on my Instagram stories last week asking you all to vote on a topic to cover today. It was user avatars versus business plans, and 60% of you who voted wanted to hear about business plans. I sat down to write out a script about creating a killer business plan and realized that I want to deliver the absolute best possible plan to you all. And I need a little bit more time for that. So I heard you on that and I am working on it and I will dive into it very soon. And actually, the first step in the business plan that I'm going to present to you is creating an ideal customer avatar. So it is actually really perfect that we are talking about this first. First of all, what is an avatar? An avatar is a single person who is going to represent the perfect user or customer for each of our businesses. He or she is the person who cannot wait for you to deliver your content because what you offer is going to solve a big problem for them. Each of us has a totally unique avatar, just like each of our businesses is totally unique and has its own flavors and colors and brands and personalities. Avatars are obviously not real people, but they are going to so perfectly embody our perfect user that we are going to bring them to life and create content specifically for them. 
you might be asking, why do you need an avatar? And I just want to say, I think it is impossible to create content for someone who is not well-defined. Just ask me. I did it for more years than I'd like to admit. So if you currently do have an avatar that you've created, you can at this point consider refining that person in order to be more specific and unique. Or maybe you're just completely satisfied with your avatar and that is awesome. If you do not yet have an avatar, this is exciting because now is your chance to bring yours to life. There are six steps involved in this process, and I'm going to talk you through those now. I also have all of this information in the show notes at eatblogtalk.com forward slash avatar. And if you visit that page, you can sign up for a free avatar creation guide that will walk you through this entire process. So go check that out if you're interested. And instead of furiously writing notes down while you listen to this episode, note-taking is included in the free guide and you can do that so much more easily there. So I recommend that you listen to this episode, absorb it, then go grab your guide and complete it all at your own pace. Step one is gathering information about your audience. Before anything else, we need to gather current information about your audience demographics. To do this, you log into Google Analytics and click audience on the left side of the screen. Then underneath that, you will click on demographics and overview. There, you will get a pretty clear picture about who is generally consuming your content. Now, if you click on interests and overview still underneath the audience tab, check out what your people are interested in the most. After that, you can head over to Instagram and tap on insights, which can be found inside the three stacked lines in the upper right part of your screen. Now tap audience. And again, you will get a snapshot of who is consuming your content on this platform. You can also do this on Facebook. I think that the three main places to look would be Google Analytics, Instagram, and Facebook. Step two is giving your avatar a name. At this point, you might have an idea about what type of person your avatar is. He or she is slowly being brought to life and your avatar is going to need a name. You can name him or her now, or if it's just not glaringly obvious to you quite yet, come back to this step once it comes to you and it will eventually come to you. Step three is to fill in the gaps about your avatar. After you have defined those initial handful of details about your avatar, you can start digging deeper and filling in gaps. Is your avatar single, married? Does he or she have children, have a job, a busy life? What interests does your avatar have? What is most important to him or her? What does your avatar love to do? What are some hobbies? The answers for these questions will probably come more quickly and easily than you might think because in most situations, our avatars are extensions of us. Define as much as you possibly can about your avatar. More information is definitely better than too little information. If you struggle with filling in these details, spend the next few days leaning into your audience. So really pay attention to the emails and comments and direct messages you get asking for help or asking for resources or even just those emails from people that are saying hello. Figure out who is behind the message. Note their tones and their personalities and the details about their lives. 
Step four is to define your avatar's struggles. After you have a clear picture about those facts about your avatar and his or her life, you can start defining their struggles. These might be really clear to you right away, or you may have to do a little bit of digging to figure this out. This is where I recommend you go out and actually find your avatar. Find someone or a few someones who fit the description that you've put together so far. Possibilities for finding him or her are Facebook or other forums where they might hang out, Instagram, or they might even be just sitting right in your email inbox. Once you find these people or this person, reach out and directly ask them questions. You can ask, what do you love the most? What are your biggest challenges? And what would make your life easier? This part might seem a little bit weird or awkward, but I promise that if they really are your ideal user, they will answer those questions for you willingly and honestly. You could approach the situation with something like, here's an example. Hey, Karen, I've been seeing your name pop up a lot in my Instagram comments, and I just wanted to thank you for being such a loyal follower of my content. In an attempt to deliver the content that exactly aligns with what my audience needs, I'd love to ask you a few questions. Does this sound okay? And once that real life ideal user gives you your real life answers, you will have an armful of gold. Now you apply that information to your ideal avatar's profile to create a true embodiment of who is consuming your content. Now you have facts about your avatar. You know what your avatar loves and what is important to him or her. And you also know what their main struggles are. Step five is strategizing about ways to solve your avatar's problems. This is an important step you need to figure out, which is what your avatar needs from you in order to solve his or her problems, simplify his or her life, and alleviate stress and eliminate struggles. Sit down and evaluate your avatar's struggles and brainstorm ways you can help him or her. Is there an ebook that would save your avatar a ton of time? Or maybe a series of blog posts that would be really helpful? Maybe a reorganization of the way that you present information on your site would be beneficial. Maybe there's an email series or an email challenge you could create for them or a guide or a cheat sheet. I think it is so much easier to figure out solutions for problems when an avatar is clearly defined and staring at you from a piece of paper or a computer screen. Somehow without this, it isn't as easy. But when you go through all of these steps of creating an ideal avatar, This step becomes very clear, which is good because it really all comes down to you solving problems for those who are struggling. Step six is compiling all of the information that you've gathered and putting it into one spot. Now it is time to bring your avatar to life. This is the exciting part. Create a visual representation of him or her by using a website such as avatarmaker.com and pair that with a succinct bio. Put all of the information you've collected in a single spot, such as a Word document, or create a PDF file, or you can even make a graphic that you can print out and hang on your fridge or near your desk, or have the file handy on your computer so you can access it regularly. If you ever feel conflicted or confused about what you need to create next, you can pull it out and clarity will come to you. 
I am going to talk you through my own avatar quickly so that you have an even clearer picture about how to move through this process. For my content, what I was finding on Google Analytics and on Instagram, my audience is overwhelmingly female and also in the 25 to 34 year old range. And some main keywords that were standing out for my audience under the affinity categories in Google Analytics, again, you can find this under audience, interests, and overview, were food and dining, cooking enthusiasts, 30-minute meals, and foodies. Given all of this information, my avatar started coming together really quickly. I named my avatar Jane because I felt that was the perfect name for her. I put Jane's age at 32 years old, and based on those main interests from Google Analytics and also from just observing people's emails and comments on social media, I know that Jane enjoys cooking easy meals for her family, but she also loves to make delicious food for entertaining. Jane loves to host, she loves making great food, and she loves feeding that great food to her loved ones. I also created a visual depiction of Jane so I can see exactly what she looks like, and I did this really easily by going to avatarmaker.com. So I'll talk through Jane's bio really quickly, and if you want to see the graphic that I put together for this, go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash avatar and scroll about halfway down. So I have a picture of Jane, and then next to her, I have a few different categories. The first one is about Jane. She is 32 years old, like I mentioned. She's married, and she has two young boys. She works full-time and has a busy work and home life. She does not adhere to any specific diet. She eats mostly healthy foods, but loves to throw comfort and indulgence into her menus, especially when entertaining. The next category is what Jane loves. Jane loves to cook and bake, but what she loves most is bringing loved ones together to enjoy food and good company. Creating flavorful food that gets devoured is very important to her, but recipes must also be able to come together as easily as possible. Next is Jane's struggles. Entertaining is important to Jane, and she always aims to impress with her flavorful and comforting dishes, but this can be exhausting. She stresses about serving the right food at parties, and usually by the time everyone is ready to eat, she is ready for a nap. And the last category is what Jane needs. She needs to find a seamless way to get tried and tested foods on her dinner and party tables with ease and minimal stress so she has the energy to enjoy her much-desired time with loved ones. Time in the kitchen must be streamlined, making recipes with as few ingredients as possible and with a certain outcome of success. Hearing about Jane, you get a very accurate snapshot of her life, what she loves, what she struggles with, and also what she needs from me. This information helps me with all of my messaging on all platforms. It tells me exactly which recipes I need to make and what information within each recipe post I need to provide. When in doubt, I pull out Jane's biographic and I just ask her what she needs. Creating an avatar for your business is not a step you want to skip. When you create an ideal customer avatar for your business, you will be one step ahead of your competition and you will have laid a solid foundation for creating an effective business plan. It is impossible to make an effective plan for your business if you don't know who you are speaking to. Your avatar will be your guide as you create your amazing content.
I also want to point out that your avatar may evolve over time and that is completely normal. Or once you start diving into creating him or her, you may find that a different person emerges than who you had imagined. This was definitely the case for me and my avatar used to have a completely different name but she morphed into a completely different person. So I renamed her and refreshed her, and now I am 100% confident that she reflects my ideal user avatar. So there you go, food bloggers. Hopefully you can see why it is so important to create an ideal customer avatar. And I encourage you to get started with this if you haven't already. It is going to set you up very nicely for writing up a solid business plan, which we will do together very soon. Sign up to receive the free avatar creation guide by visiting eatblogtalk.com forward slash avatar. And we will meet back here in a few weeks to dig into creating a business plan. Please reach out to me if you need help or encouragement with any of this when you're going through the process of creating an avatar. I'd be happy to help guide you through it. Thank you so much for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.